Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following program, Flame On, is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop, Orlando's number one comic and nerd destination, where you can see me probably crying in a corner and with generous support from listeners like you. To learn how you can support other fine, geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Flame On. I'm Brian. I've got Jeff. Hi, guys. Jared. Hi. And Pat. What up? All of us are here. Oh, I just realized it's all J names, except me. <laughs> Way to ruin it. Wow. Uh, yeah. I'm James as well, so that's why it's yeah, also James. That's your real first name. So I do feel bad, and we talked about this before. Well, maybe... I mean, I just realized it. I don't remember. We, Jared and I were discussing, uh, obviously, Oral and BJ are not here. Not only did we realize... <laughs> now oh. Jeff gets it. Not only did we realize, although I think we had mentioned this before uh, in passing, both of our African-American cast member uh, have uh, names that are synonymous with fellatio. Do but they? It, shocking. And totally their real names. We're not, we don't, we're not too uh, fancy to have uh, stage names. Well, not anymore. We had the question for a while. <laughs> That's true. We started with that thing. Um, but also, this is Black History Month. They're protesting <laughs> the show? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, actually, I, w- I was talking to my wife about that uh, yesterday because I was like, at this point, I think it's going to be just Pat, Brian, myself, maybe Jared. Like, man, we all have around the same kind of vocal tone. Because Oral yeah. and BJ, they, they do bring some color to the the vocal wow. ratio. They have different cadences. You know, it, it breaks up the monotony. It's like, we're all just going to be a bunch of white guys with the same kind of vocal range, all talking about the same stuff. Got to keep it interesting. Do we want to talk in our drag voices for this episode? Oh, can we? That's your drag voice? Uh, this, is, this is what I came up with. Well, I don't have a drag voice, and I've actually done drag. So yeah. your voice is good enough to be drag, just on its own. <laughs> really? I, I don't know how. It's I a Harvey Fire. It's, it's a Harvey Firestein esque. Yeah, just oh, embrace it. It's okay. fine. I may look fishy. I sound nothing like it, though. I feel like 
Uh, see, I'm going to totally <laughs> piss somebody wow. off. Wow. I'm going to make someone uncomfortable. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to alienate people who listen to the show. I'm not going to do a voice. You mean you yes, Queen, why? You haven't already. That I haven't already. Correct. <laughs> that Black History Month part. Yeah. Boots it's, house down. I feel bad. Like I miss Oral and BJ. I feel like I don't get enough of them in my life. Pat. <laughs> Lord in heaven. So, <laughs> anywho, uh, before, we, before we turn into Russell Stover's Black History Month chocolate boxes. That was so funny. <laughs> let's continue. We're going to talk more about that in a little bit uh, when we get to television. But uh, if you've never heard this before, this is a great episode to start. Yes. We are a gay and geeky podcast. We talk about all things, uh, anything really gay or geeky, or really that interests us in our lives. We've kind of gone beyond just that. But with our own gay and geeky perspective, uh, of you've probably listened to other shows of ours. You know that we cover things like Steven Universe. Uh, if you go one episode back in the feed, you will see a great deep dive with um, mainly Pat and BJ talking about Steven Universe. You provided so much uh, I insight into that, totally that show there. did not do my homework on that one. I apologize, and I really do enjoy it. In fact, I think I enjoyed it more than Pat at first, and now you're... Kind of a fan. I, I'm a completionist, mm. so I'm actually even the uh, the the way that BJ showed me to finish watching seasons three and four is now like a good week and a half ahead of where the show is now. So I've now seen every episode, including the one that has not aired here in oh, the states. Wow! Oh, they air it somewhere else first. I uh, yeah, I think Europe um, gets the episodes oh, first. Wow. I did not know that. And then they they air over here. So I've now seen. 120 episodes? Are these like half hour long? No, no, no. 11 minute episodes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cartoon Network. They're quickies, but they add up. And uh, so, yeah, it was a great deep dive. If you like Steven Universe, and we know a lot of you do, you should go back an episode and check out what we thought. Um, So we're going to talk about some movie and movies. I mean, one singular movie that Pat and I saw. And, some movie. Uh, Jared and Jeff and uh, Jared and Jeff can ask us questions, maybe. I don't know. Uh, and then some other things that we've experienced, hopefully more than one of us. Yes, so we could actually have a conversation <laughs> about it. It'd be great, it. It would, wouldn't it? Um, so Pat and I saw Lego Batman. Okay, this is the follow-up to the Lego movie, what was it, two years ago? A year and a half ago? Something like that. Yeah. Two or three. It's pretty quick. Uh, not three. I mean, it's Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome, except for Lord whatever. Farquaad? No. Different? That's Shrek. Uh, it's not Lord Dampnut. That's something else. <laughs> no, that's just uh, our president. I forgot what the Lord... Anyway, so if you've never seen a Lego movie, which clearly I have, right? Uh, you don't need to see that to know what Lego Batman is about. If you have ever seen any Batman movie, animated series, read a Batman comic book... What if you played the Lego Batman games? played the Lego Batman games. Because those are awesome. They are. Yeah, they don't follow in the same thing, though. This isn't no. so much like the Lego like video game subset. This is based off of... Uh, the Batman character Will from Arnett? Lego Will movie. Arnett, yep. Will Arnett's Batman exactly. in the Lego Batman movie. But... Yeah. Which is Lego Gotham with its own... They quirks. have placed this movie... Fully in continuity with every other Batman story ever done that like sets place. Like they I reference heard. so much Batman lore that I mean, you unless you are uh, like a Glenn Weldon or some other Batman expert who've like researched the, the crap out of it, it's hard. There's a lot, a lot of references. You you would almost be have like a pop up video version of this movie mm-hmm. because there's so much that you would 
that we missed. I mean, I'm sure we didn't realize. I, I did listen to the the pop culture happy hour review of this, and the the part when they talked about how they just listed off the the cavalcade of Batman villains, and half the people in the podcast thought those were just joke names, and like, no, no, those are all real. Like yeah. Condiment Man and yeah, a couple well, they, other ones. Uh, when they go through the whole thing, um, Lego Joker is trying to t- uh, steal a plane, and he's going through this list to the the other pilot. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the list, the the pilot's like, "No, you're just making people up now." And he's like, "No, I'm not. It's at least worth a Google." And it, that it's literally just a list of Batman villains. Like the only one I felt like might not be true was Condiment King or whatever. But Condiment I guess Man. Condiment Man. But I guess he's real. So I'm like, wow. Even I mean, and I'm pretty. The '60s were desperate times yeah, for DC I, comics. I, I, I feel like these are just really bad episodes of the Batman. Uh, Oh, the 60s, from the 67s, 60s or yeah. Batman 66. Yeah, well, in fact, there's a lot of that it references. I mean... Um, the Adam West years? The Adam West years. I mean... Which gets a live-action uh, snippet in the movie. Nice. Because yep. he, he, he and uh, Batman and Alfred are, are, are talking, and he uh, Alfred starts to kind of list off, like, all the things, and starting with Batman v Superman, and it's, like, Lego versions of Batman v Superman, Uh you know the 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 Dark Knight trilogy, blah, blah, blah. Um, Batman Forever, Batman Returns, the nineteen eighty nine Batman, and then all the way back to and he's like something about you know and that that weird phase in the sixties, and it shows Adam West in costume like Batusing, the Batusing. Ah, bat <laughs> but I mean, it's the only one they actually show like video of <laughs> the rest. They all do these little Lego montage things, so it's kind of hilarious. And like, so is it true and that one they... is just the nipple suit? Oh, nice! <laughs> oh, just yes. the nips. It's it's just like. From 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 top of pecs to like abs with a nipple suit. <laughs> I heard that they they modeled the two face in this one after the uh, eighty nine. Yeah, in fact, the Billy D Williams Billy D Williams voice face. Yeah, yeah, Harvey Dent. He he's in it for a hot second. So I mean, you know, don't get too excited. But um, but still, it's still nice no, callback. It's, it's cool. No, this like I said, this movie does so much. Um, Mariah it's pure, Carey. It's a pure fan service movie, which is fantastic, including Mariah Carey fan service of all things. <sighs> yes, she's which, a- is, which is the odd part because the only negative I heard was that it was a lot more child centric humor than not as much of adult humor. But they do all the Batman tribute stuff, so it's like you'd have to be more of an adult to get all the Batman. Trivia. It's a very safe, well intended, positive message story. Right. Not so, like like an example would be like Shrek. Very much a thin layer of childlike stuff, and then a whole bunch of stuff for the adults. Yeah, there's other properties I feel like are a little better of comparison, but like overall, this is a great movie for kids and parents, no question. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed. I don't think it held up to the same standard of adult and childlike, and and also that extra something. That happened in the Lego movie when Will Ferrell and his kids show up. Right. Spoilers. And you you get the idea of what the whole movie is about. Right. Even though it's totally referenced in an indirect way here. I mean, this plays off of that same universe where everything is sort of a construct on a table. They even have, when they shoot a gun, the characters make pew, pew, pew noises. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's still with that whole mindset that this is sort of a... Somebody playing with their toys. Exactly. But it does it more innocently and... I don't know. Like, I felt disappointed in that there just wasn't that extra thing that, like I said, the Lego movie had. Um, but it was still good. Like, I'm not... There's really nothing I can say other than that as a criticism for it. Everything else is really enjoyable. Even Mariah Carey, of all things, uh, playing the mayor 
of Gotham City. Wow. Yes. I heard the voice and got so excited. Well, you saw... There was like four people in the theater, including us. So quite honestly, it was it was fun to just like get excited about things. Do we know, was this, was this number one at the box office this week? I don't know. Because Split had been holding on to the number one Which spot for a while. surprised me that uh, our, our man... Uh, Shyamalan? Shyam- Shyamalama Ding Dong actually got like his shit together and made a... What do you mean, like ninety million off of a nine million dollar budget? Like, but I'm pretty sure after that first week, not to go off tangent with Split, but after the the spoiler esque movement at the end of Split was revealed, it was like I think a lot more people probably went and saw it because of that. Yeah, like like a like a twist. Uh, it's a connection to a previous film he did. Which one? Do you want to know? I mean, Spo- spoiler alert! Spoilers I don't for care. everyone. I don't care. It's an Unbreakable sequel. Because Bruce Willis's Unbreakable character shows up at the end. Oh, shit. And he talked about as soon as this movie started making the money it did, he's like, I already had a third movie in mind where it brings all the characters together. Oh. So Bruce Willis has to fight like a teamed up Samuel L. Jackson and now J- James McAvoy. I do assume Sammy's not getting any younger. Well, his, his uh, Marvel stuff's wrapping up, so he's got a free schedule. Is he even in Infinity War or anything else? I think so. I think that was like the probably like Downey and everything like through Infinity War is the end of his contract. Oh. Until they, unless they re-sign him. Well, I don't know. Did do we know if it? Uh... Yes, I have the uh, the top movies of this weekend. All three uh, of the top three are new movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, split went down to four. Wow. Uh, with hidden figures in five and a dog's purpose at six. Uh, so Lego Batman movie top spot fifty five million dollars. Okay. Uh, Fifty Shades Darker opened up at just under forty seven million. Oh uh, yes, mommy porn. <laughs> and John Wick Chapter Two opened ah, up need, at thirty million. I need to see that. Ma, our mother would never watch that trash. John Wick Two. Yes, well, give it a chance. John Wick. John she would Wick. never. John Wick Two. Electric Boogaloo. So yeah. is uh, Lego Batman. Let's let's stick to that. Yeah. Well, so, and just so you know, it's Lord Business. Lord Business. And it thank is, you. has been almost three years. Twenty fourteen. Oh Lego movie came out. Oh my god. I know it feels like forever. Our lives go by so fast. Yeah. My sense yeah. of uh, existence is fading. But they did include Daleks in the Lego oh, Batman yes. movie. But they didn't really? call them Daleks. No, they called them British robots. Yeah. It was <laughs> nice. kind of, well, and it's even better because Alfred, who's played by Ray Fiennes, gets cornered by them of all the creatures to get cornered by. And then he shouts some Britishisms at him like, Bob's your uncle and I'll, you know, I don't know, sweep your chimney. I don't know. That's not, that's not a British. Sweep film. your chimney. It's not a Britishism, but I couldn't think of another one besides Bob's your uncle. He's... Dick Van Dyke. I'll uh, jiggery poker you. I don't know. But he basically has like this like British uh, moment. Albert gets a lot of uh, screen time and excitement. And it's if you ever felt like Alfred got the, the short end of the stick in movies past, this movie makes up for that in spades. Alfred and uh, Barbara Gordon and Robin, all of them get really which, great moments. I, you can't tell from the trailers which Robin is. is it? It's Dick. It's Oh, it is Dick. Okay. They make uh, quite a few dick jokes. Yeah. Okay. It's so I mean there's adult humor there. It's just that it's I don't know. It's it's very mushy of a story. Ah. Well cuz it's a Batman learning to yes. embrace family. Exactly it. Yes. Not solo. Heavily angry handedly Batman. making that point uh over and over again. What is also cool is there's a lot of DC superhero and supervillains that aren't just Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I should say superhero. Supervillains, maybe not. Um, you get Superman. You got the whole Justice League. In fact, very 
uh, Super Friends version of the Justice League. Okay. You get the Phantom Zone brought in on this. I mean, if Superman's there, it makes sense. Um, gosh, I don't know. The way they the way they show the, the whole thing though is quite fantastic. It, it's it's it plays a pretty big role in the movie. But um, the Fortress of, of Solitude shows like you get to go there like. I was surprised by how expansive it was on the whole DC concept. That's an element I always loved about the Lego Batman games is that even though it was Lego Batman, they'd reference everything DC related. And they have Harry Potter involved somewhat. Not literally Harry Potter, but like villains from other things like Voldemort Senate. Uh, and King Ray Fines as Alfred. That's yeah. so convenient. It was kind of funny, although they never have those two interact really. Um, the Joker played by Zach Galifianakis. I, I don't think his Joker is at all menacing, but that's by design. Would you say he's better than Jared Leto's Joker? <laughs> I didn't actually see yes. that. I haven't seen Suicide Squad. <laughs> yes. And more yes. A million times yes. So yeah. so the thing the thing that's interesting about Joker in this, and you, you've probably seen it in the trailers, Joker, Batman, they have a very um, adult relationship progression mm. where it's, it's very much Batman and Joker are like, you know, lovers that fall out of love or at least Batman is... You know, not able to admit his feelings, and they play that really hard in many ways. It's really kind of funny, and yeah, they build up to where Batman can finally tell the Joker that he hates him. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.